Google is not just looking at websites, but it's looking at Google reviews and what people say. And then for a lot of industries, you may have seen this April and home services, this is happening. Google is doing this right now where when people leave a review, they can actually tag the keywords that they use. So people are literally voting for flood repair, fire damage. You know, if you're a painter, indoor painting, outdoor painting, food, you know, whatever your keywords are, it goes way beyond the stars. You know, it is literally Google is looking at how people are voting for the services you provide. And so if you have the most votes, you know, essentially meaning in reviews, people are choosing you for your keywords and your product and service in your area, you're going to show up at the top. You are listening to the Infinite Franchisee Show. I am your host, April Porter. I am a franchisee empire building strategist, creator of the Infinite Franchisee Program, attorney, and an award-winning multi-unit franchisee on a mission to fill the gap between the franchise model and the executive level strategies you need to increase profits, build a team, and scale into multiple locations. Here, we connect every franchisee to infinite possibilities. On this week's episode of the Infinite Franchisee Show, we have a return guest, but you may not recognize him because he has a different company name. Zach Garrett is joining us from Liftify, formerly known as Five Star. And so, hi, Zach. How's it going? It's going well, April. Thanks for having me. Of course. I just love what you guys do because you have taken not just your product and service seriously on the customer service side, but that you track so much data in order to be able to paint a very clear picture to your potential customers about what they will be getting for their dollars and the ROI that they can expect. I just think it's brilliant and such a service that you do to back up your company and like I said, your product and your service with the data that shows that it's true quality. So we're going to talk about some of that data today, if you're good with that. Yeah, absolutely. Let's do it. Awesome. All right. So just to remind everyone, what you guys do is help people increase their Google reviews. And that's probably oversimplifying it. We'll get into some of the details, but it is a very, very unique business model in that you guys get more Google reviews than a lot of these automated requests that go out uh, generally, right? Yeah, absolutely. We are basically taking a, a scientific approach to how to help companies build an online reputation and using data from all of our customers, hundreds across all of North America, and analyzing that data and plugging it into every single customer so that they get the best chance to get a review from each customer and ultimately grow their business. And everyone knows reviews are important. I mean, we hear that all the time, but what is the true impact of reviews on your business. I mean, if I try and get a Google review and we get like one a month, I mean, am I doing a good job or, or what's the true impact if I could get that up to 30 reviews a month? Yeah. It's only good if you're only doing three jobs a month and it would be okay. But if you're doing more than that, one is not good. You know, it kind of goes with the whole funnel. I mean, number one, the more reviews you have, the more you're going to show up you know, that brand awareness component, like you are literally going to show up more when people search those terms on Google. And it's also going to help you get chosen more. So just like we do in our personal lives, when you see those reviews and you see people were recently happy with a company, if you have five, 10 people in a month voting for you, you're going to show up and more people are going to call. 
and you're going to get leads for your business that are good, high quality, organic leads that didn't cost you ad money that just showed up in organic leads. And then long-term, if you play this out and you do better than this at your competition over two, four five years, what you're going to see is a change in the value of your business. You'll become a more valuable business if you want to sell one day. So just to be clear, one of the things you mentioned right out of the gate is that you're going to show up more. So these days, when it comes to Google reviews, are those searchable? Like if people put in certain terms and the reviewers have used those terms in the reviews, does that equate to SEO for you? Yeah, absolutely. So really in two ways. So someone I'll use the example of restoration as an example. So if somebody is searching for basement repair, flooding, fire damage, any of those things, Google is not just looking at websites, but it's looking at Google reviews and what people say. And then for a lot of industries, you may have seen this April and home services, this is happening. Google is doing this right now where when people leave a review, they can actually tag the keywords that they use. So people are literally voting for flood repair, fire damage. You know, if you're a painter, indoor painting, outdoor painting, food, you know, whatever your keywords are, it goes way beyond the stars. You know, it is literally Google is looking at how people are voting for the services you provide. And so if you have the most votes, you know, essentially meaning in reviews, people are choosing you for your keywords and your product and service in your area, you're going to show up at the top. So obviously, you know, we focus quite heavily on franchisees in our business, and that makes up a lot of our listenership. I hear from franchisees all the time that, well, actually, my franchisor does that for me. They send out this email and it asks people to rank us from one to 10. And when people rank us a nine or a 10, it, they get to select if it goes on Google or Facebook. So I'm already getting Google reviews and Google review assistance through my franchisor. Both you and I know who those companies are that provide that service and that the big draw for the franchisor is the net promoter score that they're getting internally from that service. Can you kind of explain the advantages internally for that data that maybe don't translate externally into business for the franchisee? Yeah. If you follow that flow, which is if you're in the, that boat and you're in those shoes, you're like most people who work in a franchise. And what you see at the end of the year is that you have a ton of positive feedback, 10 out of 10, a high NPS rating with all these glowing reviews and comments from your customers that are sitting in your internal dashboard and you have a nice net promoter score and you get a nice trophy at conference, right? What you don't have is all of that feedback on Google, where prospective customers can see that. Because if you think about the way that customers shop, 97% of consumers looking for B2C look up a company on Google and read their reviews before buying from them. 0% are able to look at NPS scores and stuff. So at the end of the year, you're kind of left holding an empty bag, so to speak. You know, corporate has their numbers and they've got their metrics and they're happy for you that you did a good job. But at the end of the day, you didn't get any of that value online. All of those, all those votes, all those, all that feedback from customers, you didn't get it online. And that's really what's going to drive revenue for you for the future. Now, to be devil's advocate here, Zach, I know what the franchisees are out there saying. They're saying, yeah, but it gives my it gives my customers the option at the end. They they do the voting and they type in the comments and then they they get a little prompt that says, 
now you can put this on Google. So it is going out there online. What would you have to say to that? Yeah, well, I would say very few people actually take that step and go do it again, right? You're asking them to go type or copy and, and go rate it again. And what we hear all the time, and, and we see this in companies we come into that are doing NPS heavily is customers do not understand. They thought they already did it with that first one. They, they do not understand. Why do you want me to do this again? I already gave you the 10 out of 10, which I met five stars. And so a lot of people don't do it. And that's why I would challenge you to say, if you think it's working well, go count how many NPS surveys have been completed for you this year and go count how many public reviews have been posted from that. And I bet it's under 5% have actually gone to Google. Yeah. As a matter of fact, think about this from the customer viewpoint, right? We always want to take and put ourselves in the customer viewpoint. And you've just filled out a survey. You've gone through the time, taken the time to click on 10 out of 10 stars. You've written a few nice comments and it asks you, do you want to also put this on Google? And you say, sure. And you press the button for Google. Now it opens Google and it opens a blank window for you to do it. The customer is likely thinking, oh, that must be a weird glitch, but I'm not going to do it again. I have right. other things to do. I already took five minutes out of my day to write this review and it'll probably show up. It was just a weird glitch that pulled up a blank box. They don't even understand that it's not going to be on Google from pressing the button that said, put it on Google. They'll just think it's a glitch. So I think that's great advice, Zach, for everyone to go count the number of NPS score submissions you have on your dashboard and then go count your Google reviews and see how well that is translating for you. Yeah. So if I free the other, the other thing April, I, I would recommend, we always tell people to do this is if you have not put yourself through the flow of what it looks like for a customer, when they end the project, add yourself to your system, close out a job and watch what that campaign is. I'm surprised sometimes when we engage with companies and say, what is, what do you currently do through your franchisor? And they're like, I actually have no idea. I think there's a score that somebody gets and I think it goes to Google. And when you actually watch that flow, what you will see is this is not easy for a customer to get this on Google. It is like six steps and they have to do it twice. And, and it's more challenging than you probably think it is. So go through it and see how it works for your business. And that's excellent advice. And for franchisors that are out there listening, what I would recommend as well is that you go through it and you take a video, a screen sharing video of the entire process and publish that to your franchisees so that they know what is going on with each customer as they close out a job. That way they can create a cadence of follow-up communications that complement the already existing automated plan that you're putting out there from the franchise or side of things. So, all right, Zach, so let's get down to the brass tacks here, right? How big of an impact can Google reviews really have on your bottom line? Yeah, it makes you show up more in the searches and gives you more brand awareness, but do you even have a way to quantify how that translates into revenue dollars? Yeah, absolutely. When we start working with companies, you know, that first metric they see is you can see literal increases in your traffic, right? Just like any marketing kind of funnel. The first thing is how many people are, are seeing you and then how many organic leads are you getting? And then what's your revenue growth? So we work with, you know, franchises, for example, and we can track revenue growth year over year for people that are focused on driving reviews and driving a lot of reviews versus ones that aren't working with us and aren't doing that. And we've seen some grow as much as 25% more 
than companies. And, and when we break that down in some of the markets we work in, we think the value of every single review in a traditional home service industry is probably around a thousand dollars is how you kind of get to just looking at revenue growth over ones that are doing it versus not. And you can tangibly get to that at an individual level. Any business could literally look at where did that lead come from? Probably the easiest way to do it is if you're not already doing this and April, you probably coach people to do this already is every lead that comes in, you should be asking them, where did you find us? How did you get to us? And if you just start asking that, like we have a mortgage lending company we work with, they're getting four leads a day now from Google and they never got one before. And like, they literally know, okay, we have four leads a day. What's our average conversion rate? What's the average value of that lead? And they can quantify it right off the bat because they're asking every time where that lead comes from. So that's an easy way to do it. You know, we can do it at a macro level, but within your business, ask where, how somebody found out about you and track how many people said, I saw you on Google. I read your great reviews and I had to call and get a quote. I'm going to take it one step further, Zach, since we're doling out the advice on what you should be asking people when they come through the door to ask them, how did you find us? And then ask a second question, what made you decide to call us, right? Because you might find that I found you on Google. What made you decide to call us while well, I read your reviews? Mm -hmm. And that's just going to give you the full picture as to why people are walking through your door and the real impact that these types of things are having. And the answer may not be Google, but the same thing applies. I found you on Facebook. What made you decide to call? Well, I read, I, it took me to a website page and I read everything on that page. Well, now you know that your digital ads converting to your page and your page is converting to people showing up. So it gives you great data to ask both of those questions. So Zach, I know offline, we had a little bit of a discussion too about how this can not only help small business owners and franchisees increase their bottom line, but can actually help franchisors grow their brand faster. Can you give us a little insight into the data that you found that really illustrates why someone might want to choose a franchisor that has their finger on the pulse of Google reviews over franchise brand that does not? Yeah, absolutely. So if you're a franchisor, you know, in kind of initially, you're trying to make all of your franchise attractive to potential buyers that are going to become owners in your franchise. And if you can convince them and say, we have the best brand, we have a process for you to maximize your online reviews and maximize your leads, it's going to make it more attractive for them. And if you can show evidence of people in surrounding areas, other franchisees who have hundreds of reviews and are the top dog in their market, it will make a location more attractive as you try to sell franchises, just very tangibly it, the great thing is it's a really palatable thing. People don't need to explain what a Google review is. They know. And if they can buy a business where they're going to be able to build the best business with the most reviews, that's very attractive to a potential franchisee. And we have seen our franchisees we work with sell for higher amounts. They've literally said, we've sold our business and we sold for more because we have all these reviews and we have the best reputation in our market. And so very realistically, if you market it right, it can help you sell more franchises and sell them to the right people that are going to want to grow those. I think also it very tangibly uh, helps you sell more units. When you show up more and you get chosen more, we see an increase in leads for individual franchisees, which of course lead to more royalties for a franchisor. And so 
at the end of the day, we all want sales for your businesses, right? And a franchisor benefits from those sales. The additional sales help a franchisor as well. And then just like for franchisees, we say, play the long game and think of if you do this better in your market, your business is going to be more valuable in five years. Think about it on a whole brand level. If you have 250, 500 locations and they're all doing better than all their competition and the other big brands that you are facing, your whole brand value long-term of the value of your company and the valuation is going to be totally different. I mean, it's a way to revolutionize your actual brand and make sure that you are the authority and have the highest valuation of anybody in your space. And that's what this is all about, right? That's why we're here on the Infinite Franchisee Show, helping every business owner learn how to reach infinite possibilities. So this is amazing information, Zach. I don't think enough people are really talking about the nuances associated with Google reviews and beyond just, you know, reviews are good for your business, <laughs> which is such a, it's, it's such an elementary level of understanding about the true impact it can have on the growth of your brand. Is there anything else that we should know on this topic today? I think I would encourage franchisees to just understand where your franchisor is coming from. And they have all kinds of metrics. A lot of them are personally accountable for a net promoter score number that they've been tracking for 20 years. And it's very hard for them to even go upstream to their leadership and say, hey, I actually think we shouldn't do this anymore. We should focus on public reviews. And I think a lot of times once we kind of help franchisees put themselves in the shoes of the franchisors, the people on the marketing team at a franchisor, they kind of get it. They're like, okay, I understand. At the same time, I think franchisors need to understand that the game has changed a little bit. And at the end of a project or the end of a job, you really need to challenge what would be best for our business. Is it really to just get one more piece of feedback that we've already gotten three throughout the journey of this project at different points? Or should instead we focus on that public review and really maximizing that? And will we all win at the end of the day? I think anybody can go to leadership and their boss and say, hey, we're going to grow revenue. And that's why we should do this and make this change to focus on public reviews at the end of a job. And that is where that is where the people that are going to win are going to have to end up. Because the the other thing, April, that, that we see a lot is franchisees often don't just compete against other franchisees locally. They're competing against independently run companies. And what we hear from our franchisees a lot is, I can't afford to not continue the pace that I have to to maximize these reviews regardless of what corporate wants, because my independent competitor doesn't have an NPS feedback loop. They don't have to answer an eight question survey and get surveyed three times. So we don't have a choice. Like we need to run with them. And so for franchisors, I think just understanding that in today's world, 95% of traffic goes through Google. 97% of those people look at Google reviews. It is imperative that you win that game in the best way to win it is to shift the focus and make it super easy for the customer to leave those reviews. And that's really where we're focused. That is such an important point because there may be franchisors that are out there that say, hey, Zach, I hear you. We got to get these public reviews up, but I don't want to let go of this net promoter score. Like we've relied on that too long. And what you really need to be thinking about is from the customer point of view, when they get a request to fill out a net promoter score email, 
and it no longer asks them to go to, to Google because you don't want to chance them not doing it anymore. But then they get a whole separate email or a separate request asking them to do a second review on Google. It still waters down considerably the chances that they are going to complete it a second time through the second request. So this is really an opportunity for those franchisors out there listening. There's always a way to accomplish your objective. Actually, there's always multiple ways for you to accomplish an objective. So if you are using that NPS right now to really understand how well your franchisees are performing and also as a metric to show future franchisees, think in terms of, yes, it might be manual. Well, maybe not if you're using Zach, he could probably tell you right away, but you're, you can go through and count the number of five-star reviews you get on Google, four-star in a given month and still get that same data that you're relying on for your NPS just through a different medium that has way bigger impact on the bottom line of both your Z's and your business. Yeah, April, I think that's a good point. So yeah, we do track and calculate on our platform what your net promoter score is based on public reviews. So you know, instead of tens and nines, it's fours and fives minus twos and ones of a Google review. So that calculation is there if people want to make the switch and, you know, I think the best brands will over time, just switch to saying, we're going to ask every customer to leave us a review. And that's going to increase the quality too, because every local franchisee knows, and we're going to measure you off that. And that's real. And that's going to be out publicly for everybody to see. But I think even if you don't do that and you want to hold true to an NPS metric, which I understand in some organizations, like you just might not be able to totally shift that metric you at least need to have the conversation of which you're going to prioritize. You either have to do NPS first or you have to do a public review first at the end of a job. And what we're seeing is more and more brands because of franchisee pressure that because of the importance of it are wrestling with this decision of maybe we need to switch it. Maybe we need to get that public review first and then also follow up with NPS and be okay that we're going to get less. But if we got 25% less NPS scores, but we still got them and we made it clear it's an internal feedback loop, but we 10 X our public reviews, you know, would that be a win for everybody? We still have our data. We might not have quite as much, but on a large scale, we still have a substantial amount that we know the value of our business. But at the same time, we've built this tremendous asset and lead generation tool on Google. Yeah, I think that's amazing. And I think this is a great episode to educate both franchisees and franchisors on some new strategies that can make a big difference. Just one little small change can make a big difference for everyone involved when it's the right change. So Zach, for people who want to get in touch with you, what is the best way for them to do so? Yeah, just go to liftify.com, L-I-F-T-I-F-Y.com and connect with us there. We rebranded to Liftify recently, as April mentioned, because our brand and our mission is really to lift local business owners up and great brands and help take them to a new place that they've never been before. And that's so that's what we're doing, but get in contact with us there. We'd love to give you a demo or show you use cases, both on the franchisor and franchisee side and independent companies we work with as well to really help them maximize their online reviews and make this their number one lead gen tool and resource so that they can win in their market. All right. We'll be putting that link in our show notes. So it's easy for you all to find. And remember, if you're getting a lot out of the infinite franchisee podcast, 
to not only listen, but subscribe and guess what? Review. <laughs> Review it. All right, everyone. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you for setting aside time to grow your business and mindset with me today. Every franchisee has a dream to achieve sanity, wealth, and gratitude. And I created this podcast to help you do just that. So if you loved what we covered and you know someone who could benefit from it, I would be honored if you would share it with them. Between now and next time, don't you dare settle for anything less than infinite success.